Well, thank you if you stayed with us while we were having technical difficulty. We're learning, people. We're a work in progress around here. Is your heart beating a mile a minute, I'm, Tracy? I'm, I'm calmer now. I was she's, for a second. She's calmer, even though you can't see her. She mm. has herself on a split screen okay, somewhere here else I am. now. I'm she's, here. here. You're I calmer am. now? I'm a little more calm. What Aaron, happened, Tracy? Aaron saved the day. <laughs> Aaron saved the day. Of course he did. What happened, Tracy? Well, I uh, sound mixer decided to be offline today, and I just assumed it would be online. So We're going to check that from now on. Because you know what? We're, we're, we're a work in progress. We are. I am. That doesn't mean that it can't just fall off by itself. Because listen, before Tom's Ugh. podcast. Yeah, I know. Chair, I'm not kidding you. Yeah, Aaron has checked that thing. <laughs> what do you mean you know? Huh? No, I heard. I heard some stuff about yesterday. Oh, I don't know about that. All I know is, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Last server. night was a hot mess for yeah. the poor kid. But um, he's a man, but he's still a kid to me. So uh, this has happened. He has checked it, which you did not. But he has checked it before. Yeah. An hour before the show. And then on Tom's podcast. And then all of a sudden, just before we're supposed to go on, everything goes like for some reason. Mm -hmm. And he is running around like he starts sweating profusely. Mm -hmm. He's hot and cold flashes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not cool. No, it's not. Technology is not fun. Uh, it's and not. the learning process of it is even better. Yeah, it's hard because it like things happen randomly. And then it's like you learn one time how to do one thing, but then it's different the second time. Like even this, like I knew that we went into a certain section and looked for it. But then there's like 90,000 options. Well, which one is it? Yeah. And then we click the right one and doesn't. Up, it <laughs> so Aaron so, saved the day again. Give yeah, him a because raise. Aaron's had to figure all this <laughs> stuff out. Plus, yeah. Aaron knows computers he does do you know yeah. computers no. tracy no i know Macs. like i know <laughs> like i know a macbook i know premiere pro i know lightroom like things that i use but even when i stopped using premiere pro which is a video like creating videos when i don't do that often i i for, totally forget how to use it yeah uh-huh so but you better get back on that bicycle sister and you better awesome. start figuring it out hey yes sink or swim right <laughs> as you see i have a whole crew today this party. never happens Never. I got my own. What is that? What was it? Arsenio Hall used to call him. No. Like, it was a live studio audience, but he had like a name that he called them. I don't know. Whatever it is, I got that over there. And they're doing, ooh, ooh, ooh. So. Because that's what we do here on the, I was about to say on the TLP. This ain't the TLP on the Hope Hotline. No, it's not. Okay. So I got my girls. Yep. Oh, what do you think? So wait. Okay. Pop this baby up. All right. So uh, Vanessa and I went last night. What? We did. We went. How'd you, what'd you think? So yeah, this is Evangelist and Kit and he's in Sarasota and he's got a nice big tent that you can go to for Tent of Miracles and it's uh, November 5th to the 10th. So you've missed a couple of nights. Uh, but they say, do not come alone. Bring the lost, the dying, the sick, and the suffering. If you have never seen miracles in your life, then this is the week to come. Witness them firsthand. The blind see, the cripple walk, the deaf hear, and the fire of the Holy Ghost made manifest. Which this is the copy from their website. And this is everything that Vanessa and I saw last night. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. Like how many people were there last night? A, a lot. Like the whole, like I, I, the whole tent was full. Okay, so people 
better go early to get a seat. Then. Right. It opens at That's six. That's my point. Yeah. It opens at six. To get a seat. To get a seat. And it starts at seven. Okay. Um, so. And he's laying hands on everybody tonight. So this is Wednesday, um, the 8th. <laughs> and uh, tonight he's laying hands on everybody. Anybody who breathes? Anybody who breathes. I'll, me and Tom are going tonight. Okay. So. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know you were going there last night. I couldn't. It was gone. kind of like a last minute thing. Yeah. Oh, last minute decision. Yeah. That was that was sweet to go and support him like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it was good. It I'm was, sure he appreciated it. Yeah, it was good. Did he see you? I think so. And then Allison wanted to go up for prayer. Um, and, did she, she, she get she gets for? heartburn when she runs? So she wanted a miracle in her body last night. I she little, little tootie. Yeah. Oh, I know. So so Jared went up with her. Um, the line was very long last very night. Long. Oh, really? He uh, prayed for people that had um, incurable disease first. And that line, it was almost like heartbreaking. So I was like, <sighs> okay, they're going to get healed. I'm not going to be sad because they're going to get healed. But That's there right. was a lot of people there with incurable diseases. I don't like that. I know. And then after he said, if you, ha- if you need a miracle in your body, um, you can come up in line after that. So... Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're going to die. Right. Just because right. you have an incurable yeah, disease. Yeah. yeah. But like I still one guy like had it. an eye issue um, where he couldn't see like the peripherals ever. And um, he got hands laid on him and now he can. Sweet. So it's just like. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I heard there's a special guest on Friday night coming. Oh, I missed that. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I should shut up. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. Okay. Hey. I didn't hear you didn't anything. Say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. Didn't say anything. I didn't hear nothing. It's a good thing a lot, not a lot of people watch this thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a good thing we're it's a good late. Thing we, yeah, we messed up today. <laughs> I think we're late right now. I'll make sure that's the replay video. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dear Lord of mercy. Them. Dear Lords of mercy. Oh, Go funny. out and support him though. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. I mean, he's a great preacher and um Sweet guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he is a, he's a sweet guy. Yeah. So, all righty, Rue, go to the next thing, sister. I'm glad you made that. Thank you so much for doing yeah, that for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to make up for all the issues. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> all right, so we're all here. Thank you for coming back on. We've got a good amount of people watching. You guys are the best. All right, so Facebook, like, share, and um, comment. Make sure that we know you're here. Let us know. If you're not in the area and we don't know you personally, let us know where you're watching from. Um, if you're on YouTube, you can comment on there. My husband is on and making comments. <laughs> of course. That's the reason why Jer wanted the, a tent last night. Yeah. He's exactly. all inspired. He's inspired. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's sending me texts about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Jer, we're in the middle of a building project <laughs> and you just, want me to put a tent out there Jer. when I have a perfectly good building. Are you surprised? No, no. <laughs> Thank you, Norma. God bless. No, but oh I he made he's making me laugh because I'm trying to get in here for Tom's podcast. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, Jer, you're killing me, dude. Oh you're gosh. killing me. Of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> he, he told me he's like, yeah, I told her we're gonna get a tent and everything, and I'm like, go get a tent. I'm like, do you understand the expense of a tent? Yes, because he told us about it last night. So apparently, Jer is so- not concerned. <laughs> So it's extremely expensive it to have a tent. It is. And I'm like, do you realize how much money I could put? Instead of putting a tent outside, <laughs> right. let's fix what we got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't want to spend and waste money. And he's telling me to put a tent out there when I got a perfectly good air conditioned. I said, you, you do understand we have an air conditioned building that we can go. We don't need to put a tent right next to the building that we can attend. He's just, it was like bringing he, him back he, to like Africa. He feels like he's back in Africa again. <laughs> I see no animals, giraffes, lions, oh, it's the tent. gorillas. It's just the tent. <laughs> okay, but okay. Anket is there because he has no church. Right. He's an evangelist. But Jared didn't care because it felt like Africa. <laughs> okay, you need to go back to Africa. I know. You're living ready. in Northport. <laughs> you, you attend a church in Northport that, that has a true. building. That's true. Oh, Dear my me, oh my. That man. He makes me laugh. Okay. He's silly. Okay. Wait, I'm not done yet. Okay. So oh, then, yeah. Go, go, yeah, go, go. Yeah. So we got YouTube. And you, again, comment with Jer. And um, you can subscribe. And then when you subscribe, if, you get, if it goes to your email, it'll pop up and remind you that we're live today. Black Robe, comment. Um, subscribe there as well. And um, not definitely not, last but definitely not least, is Rumble. We got a lot of conversation going. Aaron is in here. He said he was sweating like crazy during that time. Um, and some other comments that I will not say online. Um, <laughs> and um, we have a bunch of people on right now. So Sean's on. Sean was there last night, too, at the Tent of Miracles. Oh, and awesome. we actually saw Lynn, uh, Miss Lynn was there. It was a bunch of people there last night. So it was really cool. Um, <coughs> I'm glad people went out there. Yeah, me too. That makes me happy. I know. It was good. It was really good. Um, okay, back to the Hope Hotline. If you want to um, purchase a mug and get your merch, and if you do, if you purchase a mug online or um, at church, because you can purchase them in our merch store, take a picture and then hashtag us or like even email it to us if that's easier, because we want to see you drinking your coffee. Um, you can go right to foundationchurchfl.com, click shop. We've got the shirt, the UBU, and again, QR codes are always available, but you can go to foundationchurchfl.com. And, our and if, they give a, if they give a donation, yes. they get a free t-shirt. Okay, and any donation. And Not any donation. And the amount It of, has to be, because uh, it has to... Okay, we're going back to that. Mm, I think it's like, I think it was, uh, Heather said it has to be $20. 20 okay. $20. Yeah. A donation of $20. Okay, so if you donate $20. 20 or plus. 20 plus, um, at least $20, then we will send you a shirt, and they can donate at foundationchurch.com, fl.com, and yep. the give. And then there's a drop down, and you can do the Hope Hotline. Um, and then, okay, back to our spoon. Um, multipurpose, as you know, if you don't know... Ask Logan in the comments, and she'll explain why that spoon is a multi-purpose uh, spoon. And then go back to that, okay, because okay. we've got the hands here. That's Norma's hand that we've discussed yes. before. Yes, Norma's tiny little hand. Tiny little so we're going to make Norma use her circus freakish hands. <laughs> we're going to make her. Sh we're going to make her show them to everybody. What? Norma, uh, Heather's saying it's twenty five dollars. Oh, I thought twenty five. <laughs> okay. I thought I'm getting 25. corrected. Okay, $25 or more. I'm getting corrected in up. the middle of the thing. She is so dang funny. <laughs> she is. Oh, my God. Uh, Norma, show me your freakish yeah, yeah. circus-like hands. hands. Okay, yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> Look, yeah, put, put, them together. put your hand up to Vanessa. Norma is a normal yeah. size human being. Vanessa well, is a normal size. <laughs> no, because Tracy is Amazon I'm, woman. No, I'm only like five, eight and a half. Five, eight and a half. Yeah, what do you no, like, no. It's going to have to be that. No, Talia, Talia. Norma and Talia are the same size. Look at... <laughs> is my hand that 
big? Uh, no, that's how small Norma's is. <laughs> Uh, Norma, they do. You have this. You have the hands of a five-year-old. <laughs> Kid, you not. Yep, right there. There it is. Look how they're cute tiny. those little hands they're so are. Oh, they're such they're, hands. They're t- they're tiny. But <laughs> <laughs> Logan, like Logan, they're tiny, aren't She's they? Like, so oh. Almost the same size. Oh, okay, how old here. is Brinley? Seven. Okay, there you go. Seven the size years of old. a five-year-old. Seven-year-old Brinley. Seven. That's a Okay, oh seven, five, gosh. two years difference. It makes no difference to me. As as I said, oh. adolescent child. Okay, and so I, go ahead. Last but not least, yes. send in your questions. Um, please keep sending them in. Anything that you got, anything at all, send it in. Hope's asked, like, if Hope doesn't answer it, that's just impossible because Hope answers <laughs> all the questions. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. don't know, go back to last week. Oh, Even the freaky deaky <laughs> ones. Even the spicy ones. We answer them all (laughs) from, well, we just answer them all. Okay, so listen, I was on my way here. And when I picked this shirt out of the um, closet today, I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to wear this shirt. It's kind of risky for me. Are you ready for this, Trace? No, no, keep keep going. This is part of the issue dropping. But yeah, no. Okay. Okay, I'm almost there. So I... Pick this shirt out. And this shirt I have not worn in a really long time. And there's reasons why I haven't worn it for a really long time. Because the last time I wore this shirt, or one of the last times, like I, I kid you not, it's probably been a year and a half since I wore this shirt. And I like this shirt a lot. But I hated it shortly thereafter. I saw a picture of myself. Went to the river. I was praising the Lord. And then somebody captured a horrendous picture of me. Like the river has like photographers all over the place. And so in the middle of me worshiping our Lord and Savior, yeah, put that up. <laughs> this is what's put in their magazine. This, <laughs> look, look at like I'm a, a flying squirrel. <laughs> like literally, I could take off at any minute. Look oh. at those arms. Like I was like, what in the, why would you? Why would you even use that picture? I know. Or post that picture? It was, it was on social media. It was a boy. What? It had to be a boy. Oh, it, it like somebody who doesn't have real. any sense no, of like self-awareness. Yeah. Maybe that was like a wide angle <laughs> lens. Uh, yeah. I'm, it's a straightforward <laughs> picture, Vanessa. Put that picture back up. Okay, okay. This is Fat Hope, straightforward, like... Face to face, oh uh, literally, whoever took this picture, that camera could have kissed my lips. Mm. I mean, I am like face, like face, face, face to face. Okay, yeah. this isn't like a tall person looking down or shooting down or somebody on their knees shooting up. No, this is a face to face, hideous picture. But I put. You, know, you see your arms, but I see your face. Like me, you're having I, look, a moment. I know. There. Look how beautiful you look there. I see your arms. Thank you, Logan. <laughs> because here's the thing. Vanessa will die and go straight to hell for life. <laughs> I just told no, her that that's earlier. That's not wrong. No, 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 no. no I, my cup is always half full. Right. Okay? Always. If you could see my face right now, people. I can. I can half full look, of my butt. Do you want me to do a, like, I can do the side by side. Yeah, you let's like do a side by side. Like this? Okay, now look how far I've, like I said to them, I, on the way here, I was like, <laughs> if I've made any progress whatsoever, we're going to do a side by side. Yeah. If not, You're I had not. to like look at myself in the mirror before <laughs> I even let them see it. But look at this. 
Praise the Lord. I'm like way different. Like, I know. Jesus, thank you, Lord. I know. I know. Dad had the same size arms in that photo. Thank you, Norma. (laughs) (laughs) You look great now. Look at you. I know. So beautiful. Ooh. That's that's good. I mean, I still got I got I got some cellulite that's got to go, but overall. I know you look. That's good. why I pull you those back. You do look smoking. Thank you, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Enough about that. Okay. But I'm just saying. I know. Big difference. That a huge difference. Like a big, big like yes. a big difference. I know. And like, not a lot of flippity flappy. I literally look could not. That. If I climbed a tree and went to take off, <laughs> I go sh- smacking down on that ground. Before oh I take flight oh and be like an eagle soaring through the I just want to see you climb a tree. <laughs> oh, I used to. Oh, g- girl. I can still climb a tree. That's so funny. It might take me a little bit longer, but I can still climb a tree. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can climb a tree. I've climbed like one. A four-foot tree? Oh, my gosh. What? Like a four-foot like, step ladder. No. Uh-uh. No. I can climb a tree. I got enough monkey in me left. Okay. A little bit. That might be a good commercial. What is that? A good commercial. Me climbing a tree? <laughs> I don't know. Let me work out just a little bit longer. Okay. Get a little more, more, more upper body strength. Okay. Fine. And then let's Fair talk. Enough. Fair enough. But I could climb a tree. All right. Are we ready to go? I'm ready. You and my little peanut gallery over oh there? Oh, my let's goodness. Go. All right. Yeah. I did. Normally, I don't have Norma. Sometimes I do have Talia. I definitely don't always have Vanessa. But they even, like, Aaron even bought a, a special mic for Vanessa. Yeah, he did. Kudos to to Aaron for that. Yeah. So thank you, Aaron. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you use that, Vanessa. She did. If check, you, check one two one two. Oh dear lords of mercy! <laughs> Somebody like like she, you can tell that she's on the worship team. Yeah, she's done that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to our first question. We're going to have lots of opinions because there's lots of people. And please, listen, we have the air condition running in here, so we're not sweating to death. If you hear the air condition, let us know. If you don't, don't let us know. We don't need to know. We'll know if you can hear it. It's been coming on on and off. It's hot? Okay, turn it on. We're not sweating like we normally are. It's a sweatshop in here. I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in China. <laughs> on Wednesdays and Fridays, oh working in a sweatshop. Oh, that's funny. True. Except that I'm not sewing, putting together meaningless um, pieces oh of uh, equipment. That's what me and Talia are doing. That's what Norma is. Norma and Talia, Norma and Talia. paid mi- minimum mi- menial <laughs> amounts of money to, to to do that. Okay, now we just turned on the air condition, so if you can hear it, let us know. So let's do the first question, okay? Let's get to the bigger important things besides my arms. Uh, well, no, the tent meeting's important. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. everything else is off to the, the side. Okay, and I'm still going to go longer. How how late was I? Fifteen minutes. About that, yeah. Okay, we're going to go. F- oh, we're going to go fifteen minutes late, ter, because I'm fifteen minutes late. Unless, unless I answer all my questions, then forget it. Then we'll go off. First question, what is godly communication? And I think that this is a great question and a super important question because I don't think people know what godly communication is at all, at all. Um, I was just, I got my hair done 
yesterday. I got my hair cut and colored um, by my friend Jolene. And, well, she actually, that's what she does for a living. But um, besides being my friend. So Jolene and I were actually talking about this particular subject. And um, so let us look at what the Bible says about it. So James 1.19, we're going to look at the New Living Translation. We're going to use a lot of the New Living Translation today because it's, it's really good um, at breaking it down in a much easier way to understand. Um, James 1.19 says, Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen. Quick to listen. I'm going to say that again. Quick to listen. Slow to speak. Slow to speak and slow to get angry. That's my problem. Well, my problem is all three of those. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's face it. But all of that is, so that verse is pretty self-explanatory, right? Slow, uh, quick to listen, so shut up. Slow to speak, shut up, and slow to get angry. Control your flesh. So when you're arguing, you're having a difference of opinion with somebody, you're being a mediator. Um, you got to listen a lot. You got to um, wait to give your opinion, which is not always easy. This is probably, this scripture right here is super hard for me. Like, super hard because I am extremely carnal in this area. Big time. <clears throat> and I'm not like, I would say... I'm mostly like this with my kids, which, and I, when I say my kids, I add Heather into that mix because the three of them, uh, my son and my daughter, and then Heather, who I consider to be like a daughter, all three of them, I tell them all the time, you three know how to push my buttons more than anybody in this entire flipping world. I don't love anybody outside of my husband, probably. I, I love those three like off the charts, but. Like when it comes to being, you know, quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry, they don't experience that. <laughs> they get the opposite of that a lot with me. Um, so we're, you're supposed to hold off on getting mad. And uh, I'm just saying, like, if people did this in their marriages, mm -hmm. which I do in my marriage, I will say, I, my kids have always... It's not been the easiest with my kids, but with Tom, super easy. But if people would actually, I'm looking at the girls, if people would actually do this in their marriages with their kids, there would be so much less fighting. Yeah. The fighting would like plummet. Mm -hmm. And so would the, um, so would the, the, the household. The household would be so calm. Yeah. It'd be so chill because... If you really think about it, there's not that much. If you, if you just shut up long enough, mm -hmm. there's not usually. Okay. Yeah, keep going. Is that bad? Okay. Oh, you, I hear something. You guys don't hear any. I didn't know if we were getting shut down again. If we actually applied these, this biblical scripture, um, we'd find out there, the, the things we fight over are like so stupid, so menial, and it's not worth fighting over but a lot of times the reason why uh we we are so we don't we are not quick to listen and we're not slow to speak is because we have an agenda we have pride 
and we have to get our way. And so when you add one or all of those three, it's a deadly combination because um, a lot of it, tend, it's all self. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. And when, when you go into an argument or if you go into a discussion where the agenda is all me, that's, that's, a, that's a, you're walking in losing. It's already, you're, you're already on the losing ground of things. So um, that's the reason why it's super important to apply that scripture because you would find out you fight less and you fight less because you realize if I would have just shut up and listened to them before I started speaking, I would have realized either we're both on the same page about something or like we just don't understand each other and there's really no reason to get mad. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. 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 Very good. Philippians 2, 14 through 15. So the first rule I would say to godly communication is hold off on on your agenda. Be careful about your motives. Look at it and see if it's pride that's getting away. But uh, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Those three things. I would write those things down for good godly communication because if you apply those three things right there, you will probably communicate in a Christ-like manner almost always with your family Philipp- or friends as well. Philippians two fourteen through 15 says, do everything without complaining and arguing. Huh. Mm. Huh. <laughs> That's interesting. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. So most of the time when friends get together, family get together, what do they do? Well, besides gossip, what do they do? Especially if you're around older family members. All they do is complain. All they tell you about is every daggum ache and pain. Yeah. Everybody that's against them or they has, that has a problem. There's usually a whole lot of complaining, a whole lot of unsatisfied whatever it is. And they're going to share their unsatisfaction with you, which, which is complaining. Whether it be going to the store. You know, I find is... People who um, are older, like when they worked, they were so busy that the little things didn't bother them. Okay, so now they're retired and they have, haven't filled their life up. Mm-hmm. So every little thing that's like a negative now becomes like such a big deal mm-hmm. when in all actuality, it's nothing. Yeah. It's a whole lot of nothingness. Mm-hmm. And back in the day when they actually worked and they ha- actually were more fulfilled in their life, they looked at it as a whole bunch of nothingness. Mm-hmm. But now, they have nothing. Uh, they, like, they do, they just don't realize it. So the, the, the small menial things become things to complain about. Become, I mean, look at HOAs. <laughs> or if you don't live in the area, when an HOA is a housing, it's a um, deed restricted. It's, it's a deed restricted um, neighborhood, right. uh, like owners association. It's something homeowners, homeowners association. association. Thank you. Golly. You so what it is, is it's a bunch of people 
that create that if you live in a neighborhood around here, it's a group of people that have been elected as offic- uh, to officially make sure that the property um, maintains its values, right? So you'll have a president, a vice president, um, things like that, right? Uh, a treasurer, you're going to have homeowner's dues. They make sure that the homeowner's dues are applied to the proper things. And then, like, people in the neighborhood will report people for, like, having too many cars in their driveway. Weeds. Weeds. <laughs> Apparently somebody's got weeds. <laughs> like, All the, the littlest, yeah. like, you have to get permission. What paint, in some neighborhoods, what paint color you have on your house. Can't have you, stickers on your vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Stick, can't have your do trash. Share. Do share, Tracy. Yeah, tra- trash can can't stay out past its certain time. You can't see your trash can from the road. You have to have a fence up. You can't do electrical work without a permit. Not a permit to the city, a permit to the HOA. Which I'm like, listen, as soon as I don't have to be. You know what that is for? <laughs> Of course, yeah. everything. So the money. HOA continues to make money. Oh yeah, yes. and it's all it's all a sham. Money. Yep, it is. It's all a sham. And then there's the older people on their bikes riding by on Tuesday night Inspecting. to write them up. Yep, taking their pictures. It's like get a car. life, mm. get a life. But that's what this verse is for. Mm. Okay. Complainers. Yeah, people who like to argue, people who like confrontation. Like, I'm not. I don't shy away from confrontation, but it is not what I love. Like, I'd much rather, I would love never to do it. I would love not to have to confront things, right? Or front, confront people. But that's not real life. Real life, especially if, if, especially if you are in charge of things, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in charge of things, well, you're going to have to confront people and situations. and It stinks, but that's life. You got to do it. But some people thrive on it. Like they love it. I mean, that's what they get their kicks on, right? If you, if you like that stuff, you need, you need to like, you need to be thinking about that. I I just think that that's crazy to love to confront people and and have a stir. I don't, not cool. But a lot of times, a lot of times that's what, um, as you get older and more retired and God's not the center of things, you love, you don't have anything else going, so you love to complain. And it happens even with younger people. Like if you work in an office, if you're in an office, what do people do? They sit and gossip about each other or they oh, yeah. sit and complain about each other. Like they always have something. It's, it's the always uh, trying to climb the ladder and you'll knock somebody down and you'll complain about them. You'll not tell the truth about them. Mm-hmm. It happens in all aspects of life, but it seems like it's way more prevalent on the whole the older you get because your plate's not full. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to just tell you, Tom's not a big complainer, yeah. and he has taught me to complain far less because I used to be a critical, a critical person and a big, huge complainer. And then he gave me that scripture. <laughs> he gave me that scripture. That's how I know it. That's good. And then you sit there and go, hmm, I'm not allowed to do that. Shut up. <laughs> so you try and watch your words and you try and be careful. And the thing is, is a lot of times people think that unless you're saying something, 
They they feel like they always have to be saying something. Now I don't feel like that. Now I listen when I get her in this room and we're all hanging out, I talk. But on the whole, I'm not. I usually am not talking a a bunch. Um, now my kids and Heather would tell you differently to a certain extent, but with like I think like Tracy would sit there and say even Vanessa like I talk but I don't talk a whole lot. Correct. I don't, like, have to be the center of attention. I don't have to be filling. If there's the room is quiet, I don't have to be making sure that there's communication. Because let your words be few. That's what the word says over and over and over again. And if you are always talking, you're probably saying things that you shouldn't be saying. Mm. So learn to be quiet. There's a value in not talking. Not having to say something. Mm-hmm. Next one, Proverbs eleven thirteen. A gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. Proverbs twenty nineteen. A gossip goes around telling secrets, so don't hang around the chatterers. Okay, ga- gossip is a is, is a cancer. Cancer. So first of all, godly communication is uh, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. The next one is no arguing and complaining. Notice arguing is in there again. And then this one is saying no gossiping. So God, good godly communication is five things so far. A quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Then it's um, the next one is no complaining, no arguing again. And then um, the next one is no gossiping. You sit there and go, well, what in the heck? If you examine what you say. Like every time you're about to speak, somebody told me this one time, before you talk, before you say something, think about what you're going to say before you say it and make sure that it fits like a good godly criteria. And I realized that's one of the ways I stopped gossiping because I found out like I gossip a lot, a lot more. We, you say a lot of words that you don't even know you say. And it was a great training ground for me to learn to shut up. Because if you examine what you're about to talk about before you talk about it, you'll find out uh, that's not good godly communication. I probably, I'm not saying that. I'm not going to say that. It doesn't need to be said. You'll find out you talk a whole lot less. You'll run your smack a whole lot less. I will say, <clears throat> I have uh, Vanessa. I've known Vanessa for how many years, Vanessa? Have we known each other? I think it's going on like 10 years. Yeah, it's a long, a long time. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tracy, how many years have I known you? Known uh, you like three and a half now. Three and a half. Mm-hmm. But I spend a lot yeah. of time. I spend a lot of time with both of them to a certain extent. Mostly, like Tracy, I I talk to a lot. Yeah. I would say now you guys can disagree. Say, feel free to to say that's mm-hmm. not true. But I would say that if you attend this church or if you know Tom and I. You're not going to hear us talk about other people. Mm-hmm. If there's something going on in the church, unless you need to know about it, you're not going to hear about it. Yep. That's true. Very true. Very true. We don't gossip. Yeah. That's not going to happen. So that, that was, that's something that Tom and I had to learn mm-hmm. and that we have implemented big time. Mm-hmm. It's, it'll destroy staff. It'll destroy friendships. Mm-hmm. It'll everything. Yep. So if it gossip is bad, guys, it separates close friends. It separates you 
you know, you obviously it's going to separate you from the one you're gossiping with, but it, you're you're probably closer with the one you're gossiping with mm-hmm. than the one you're gossiping about. Mm-hmm. It'll separate you from close friends. Mm-hmm. It will ruin the relationships. Mm-hmm. So for me, if you, I call you friend, it's not worth it for me to talk to you about something that you have no business knowing about and that I have no business talking about. Mm-hmm. So the staff, if you are on staff, which Tracy is, mm-hmm. um, uh, Vanessa and her husband now are because he's our um, pastoral counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if your husband and you meet with somebody Unless it's financially necessary that they have to come and talk to us about it, like somebody needs help, benevolence help, we don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Unless we have to, unless we n- need to know about it, what is, what's discussed privately between them and whomever that might be mm-hmm. stays with that, stays in that room, mm-hmm. keeps it private. We don't share amongst ourselves. And then, like I will say to you, like when I meet with somebody, I don't go and talk to Tom about it. Tom may know I'm meeting with somebody, but he doesn't know what's been shared. And I can promise you this. If you've met with Tom, the odds are on, on the whole, I never even know what's discussed. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm supposed to know, I would have been in the room. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't need to know about it. It's yeah. none of my business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that confidentiality is huge. We need to keep things to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, what we think we need to talk about so much about, we find out that most everything we say either causes an argument, can cause an argument, can cause divisiveness, which gossip does, um, can be deceptive because lying is done through, uh, through speaking. A lot of things that we say is not good godly communication. And if it's not, if it doesn't fit that bill, then you need to keep it to yourself. You just need to keep your mouth shut. And I'm going to tell you why. This is how we should live. Proverbs 29, 11 says, A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. That is huge. If, unless your feelings build somebody up and it brings in, them encouragement. And sometimes, like, I was kidding, like when I said, like I I, I didn't uh, want anybody to see my arms unless I really had. They they'd look different. See, the thing is, is Tracy would have said, "Yeah, your arms look like flying squirrel." Logan would have said, "Your arms look like fr- flying squirrel." Now Vanessa, no, the Vanessa would have worked it around so that she didn't have to. She, You're trying. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're trying look at your you know? beautiful face look at your beautiful face I really wasn't looking at your arms I was just looking at your how, how you were you know it, you were praying and worshipping God Man. but also I mean you didn't that. see me I went but also I mean that Yeah, I, I understand you mean that but you also mean it so you don't have to be mean so you can go around not having to say the direct truth which I'm a direct truth person. And so sometimes telling someone the truth, and Tom always says you tear people, you, the, and it is biblically true, you, you tear things down to build it back up. Okay? Sometimes telling people the truth it will, it will tear them down. But the encouraging part is it builds them back up. 
into being the person that God's called them to be. So unless your thoughts and your feelings are not encouraging to somebody, like I'm, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, telling somebody, like I used to be one of these people. If I walked into a room and you were not in a really good outfit, I might be the one to tell you. That looks really bad. Why are you in that? Right? That's not needed. Like keep your like keep that to yourself. Nobody asked you, nobody wants it. That's not encouraging or building anyone up. It's actually extremely immature on our parts to be to and I listen again. Speaking from experience, I used to do it. My mother used to say to me, when are you going to learn tact? I thought to myself, I'm not quite sure. I don't know when. Because I was so spiritually immature and not just immature, but I was also thoughtless, careless, and unkind. And it, it really is those things. Unless somebody asks you your opinion about something, they don't need to know your opinion. They don't, it, like, what makes me think... What I feel means so much to them. Guess what? It doesn't. If it did, they would have asked me. They didn't, so they don't really care about my opinion. And they shouldn't. So those are the super, super important things. I would say this. like I would say, and I use this a perfect example of, um, um, again, I'll use Tracy. Tracy. When Tracy and I are together, I think important communication is there have been times where both of us have had to be extremely honest with one another. And the manner in which you're very honest with someone shows the level of respect and care that you have for that individual as friends, colleagues, or whatever. So you should always handle that. But if you were to ever sit in on one of my conversations with Tracy, you would see that it's, it's, it's almost always if not always, godly communication. Neither one of us go beyond where we're supposed to go in talking ever. It doesn't happen. Because she's trying to be a godly woman and watch what she's doing and I don't and, and not ruin her anointing and same with me. The, people don't think that it messes with the anointing that God has on you, but it does. Mm-hmm. Like when you cross lines, you're opening the door to things that you have no business doing. You're compromised and things like that. I want no part of it because I want to do bigger and greater things for the Lord. So anything that would keep that from happening. So the, some, you know what happens is there are times when me and Tracy are together. We don't talk. Iron sharpens iron. And if we can't sharpen one another, guess what? Doesn't mean that she's not a great friend of mine and, I, and that I feel very close with her. And I think Vanessa could say the same thing since I've known her a long time. But sometimes you just are going to be quiet. It's not because um, you're not great friends. It's just because there's nothing that is good that should be that can be said. I think that we think of communication completely wrong in marriage and friendships. The word is very clear. We're to to um, sharpen each other. I think when God when God thinks of communication, it should be on things like the the Bible about. Um, praying over one another, sharing. And when I say sharing what someone is walking through, I don't mean gossiping about what somebody is walking through. I mean, if you're in a 
an uh, in a Bible study and something breaks your heart for someone and you and you know that they're genuinely walking through something and they are striving after God and trying to get to that place, you and that person you're with stopping and saying, you know, we're going to pray over them. We're going to pray a covering over them instead of talking about them. And what, why do you think they're really walking through that? Why do you think that they're really going through that? What do you, what do you think? Could it be this? Could be, that's not godly communication. It's looking at that situation and saying, you know what? We are going to cover that person. We are going to stand by that person. We are going to protect that person. We are going to love and cover them. That's what godly communicate. That's why I, I truly believe that's what the Lord intended for all of us to always speak and do with one another, not the other. That's why it's, our words are, um, what we say, life and death is held in the tongue. The, the word is so clear and it, and it lays out boundaries on how we should speak. Speak about one another, speak to one another. Speak to, to the Lord. I mean, even in our prayer time, he gives us great guidelines on how to do that. So we do that appropriately, right? Psalms 141.3 says, Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. How many of us pray, Lord, guard what I say? If you're not, you should. Because he will, just like he did with me. Let's, let's challenge ourselves to say, before I say this, is this something that fits the guidelines of what the Word of God says is, is good, godly communication? If it's not, don't say it. Don't let your carnal nature overcome and your flesh wins when your God man, your spirit man, should win. You, if you watch what you say, you will be shocked how far you will go, spiritually speaking. The mind, the soul... Everything, the, your prayer time, you watch what you say and you'll be shocked at how far less life is complicated for you because you eliminate so many hurdles for yourself. And a lot of times we just say what we want to say and we cause conflict within our own homes and within our own friendships because of ungodly communication, things that never should have been said. We're just set, talking to talk. We're not to, to talk to talk. That's not what it's about. Let your words be few. Um, and uh, let's see, let me move past here because I love this scripture. And I will tell you this, if there's anything you take away from godly communication, write this verse, and I use the Amplified on purpose, write this verse somewhere because if it doesn't make you shut up, I don't know what will. And it is that, it is, it, it is that important that you watch your words. Matthew 12 36 says, but I tell you on the day of judgment, people will have to give an accounting for every careless or useless word they speak. A lot of times we don't think, it's like, it doesn't really matter. Oh, it matters. It matters a lot. Be careful of what you say because on the day of judgment, you will give an account for it. And you want to give an, a good accounting, not one where you go, I didn't really mean it then it didn't need to be said. If you don't really mean what you're saying, then don't say it. It's unnecessary. Arguing, quarreling, you know, getting quarrel, uh, quarreling and all this other stuff, it's unnecessary. So let's run the list. So, uh, uh, quick to listen, slow to speak, 
slow to get angry, no gossiping, no complaining. I would include do not lie because a lot of times when we communicate, we're either speaking half-truths or exaggerations or just we're flat-out dishonest. And what's the other one? You're going to give an account and no gossip. I already said that. You're going to give an account. Who wants to give an account for something that should, they should have never said? And really, if they would have thought about it, never would have said it. So just shut up. Learn to be quiet. A fool uttereth all its thoughts is what it says. Mm. And in biblical times, to be called a fool was one of the highest insults you could give somebody. Let us not be foolish. Let's just be quiet, talk less. And listen, you can talk way more, but let's like let's use like our biblical knowledge. Iron sharpens iron. Let's encourage each other with the word. Let us speak life into one another. Um, let us cover one another um, with blessings. I mean, the the word is full of of times where people blessed each other. Let's let's focus on that instead of tearing each other down, right? Yeah. Has anybody got anything to add to that? No, that was all really good. What is that? That was really good. Congratulations. Beauty baby. Yeah. <laughs> did somebody clap for me? I did. <laughs> of course it was. Of course it's Tracy. Of course it Tracy's was. Tracy's one of the greatest cheerleaders of all time. I know. I was actually actually impressed I wasn't roped in with Vanessa. Because you said that I was going to say you're a flying you were squirrel. What? I was roped in. I was not roped in with Vanessa. I thought you were going to say, like, I wouldn't be honest about the squirrel arms. No, you would be. Yeah, you would be. Wow. You wouldn't like it. But you would be way more than her. She's way too sweet. You're sweet. I'm not sweet but listen, at all. But listen, mm-hmm. I've seen you take like bum rush. What that? How tall was that guy? Like six three. She used to play basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And I oh. saw her like. I know what you're talking about. Like bulldoze. Oh, that made me, that was this like, guy. She was mad. Yeah, and I have never. Like, that was shocking. But I was like, you go, girl. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) I was like, I ain't never seen this side of you. Like, you got some spunk. I love it. You're not letting nobody push you around. Not that. You've never seen Vanny. (laughs) So I feel like you you need to be exposed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when does she come out? On Halloween? Because is she a character of some sort? Because I don't feel like. I seen her once at youth group. (laughs) And I actually felt like I was in trouble. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the kids were talking over her and she pulled out her mom voice and I was like, ooh, like. (laughs) Well, that's interesting. I know. I I was like, is she joking? Is she being? Absolutely not. (laughs) She was not. And she didn't, it wasn't just like a quick rebuke. Like she made sure those kids knew. Like, Don't do it again. Don't do it again. I would love, I would love to see that. I was, yeah. Listen, known her for 10 years. No. Never have uh, seen that speak. ever. You know why? Because I'm slow to speak. Oh, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. No, oh, man, I don't think that's it. It, it might be partially yeah. it, but you hate confrontation. I don't like it. I can do it. I just don't like it. You wait. Listen, if you can do all things to avoid it, everything to avoid it. Yes, yeah. I, and I have a threshold. Once At all times. over that threshold. Right. Watch out. Gloves mm. are coming off. Yeah. Interesting. Same. Yeah. The boxer in you is coming out. Yeah. Interesting. I would love to see that. I seriously would. <laughs> I believe it. 
<laughs> I mean, not I with me, but yeah, exactly. somebody deserving. Yeah. yeah. Which I might have been deserving. I just don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that. Oh, that's good. That would be nice. But I was thinking about your list that you just shared. Yeah. And how it, all of it is so simple, but it's not easy. You know why? Yeah. Because you defy your flesh. Yeah. The carnal nature is so, is so big. Yeah. We walk around, nobody fasts. No. Right. Nobody fasts. Right. And so your, your, your carnal nature is so fat, it's obese. Mm. And it wins out every single time. Yeah. It's obese. So unless you learn to fast and where your spirit man is bigger than your, your flesh man, or your carnal man, it ain't going to win. And you'll never win. Mm-hmm. It's super simple. Yeah. It's, if you examine everything you're about to say before you say it, mm-hmm. you'd find out you talk a lot less. Yeah. You would. It's I true. talked a lot less this weekend. You talked a lot less this weekend. Why is that, Logan? I had family Sam, in town. I was about to say, family in town? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. When you were talking, I was like, man, I really was quiet. I was really quiet. Yeah. But if it wasn't fruit coming from my mouth, I didn't mm. engage. It's wise. Yeah. Like there's, uh, there are family gatherings that not so much on my side of the family, but on my husband's side of the family. I mean, he's got wonderful family. Mm-hmm. He's really like my, my husband's got great family. But we are diametrically different on so many things mm-hmm. that – that we all have to shut up. Yeah. We all, some people don't, but on the whole, everybody just is quiet. Mm-hmm. And it's super surfacy and super shallow. And that's rough. Mm-hmm. Not having a common, great people, but far better to be quiet. You'll win people to the Lord instead of shoving your theology down their throat until they're ready to receive it. But being quiet is way better. But some people can't do that. Some people, every time they come to a family gathering and they're believers, every single time they walk in the door, they start trying to win the lost and every single, every single person that's not saved, they start shoving God down the throat. And it's like, do you not read the word? Yeah. The word is very clear. Unless he's drawing them in, they will not come to him. Mm-hmm. And you shoving God down people's throat, be the example. That's what it says for to be the example. And then they'll come to Come to us. Jesus doesn't even do that. Jesus forced himself on no one. Why are you forcing him on people? If he himself didn't do it, why are you doing it? Um, And I'm not saying like, let me just clarify this. So we do soul winning here, right, at the church. So we go to different places and we even like go into shopping plazas in the parking lot and walk up to people and say, do you know Jesus? If they say yes, more power to you. If they say no, then we say, do you want to know him? They say no, we say, okay, see ya. If they say, what are you talking about? We, that's when you open the, the doors open and you walk through it and you go as far until it closes or they receive him as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. That's different than walking in a family gathering and everybody hates when you're there because they know all you're going to do is try and you have an agenda. Mm. I mean, have you ever had people that are like that? Yeah. I'm thinking of a few of myself, not, not in my family, but a few people that I know. Mm-hmm. 
they are non-stop just shoving God down people's throat. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge turnoff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you understand you've done more harm than good? Yeah. Yeah. All in the name of whatever your name is. Right. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a difference between winning the lost respectfully and Jesus way mm-hmm. than your agenda. Right. Very true. It's not good. So true. One more question. Or do we have anything else to say? Um, no, but we've been live for 56 minutes just to give you a heads up. We've been live for 56 minutes? Yes. <laughs> On Facebook because we went live like with a 30 second countdown. So just a heads up. Okay, so let me do this question really quick, this, this one question. Okay. And then we'll, I'll close out. Okay, it says, uh, the question is, I love, it's not really a question. It's more of a statement, but I think it was meant to be a question. Oh. So I'm going okay. to talk about it anyway. Okay. And it'll take two seconds. <laughs> so I love serving on jury duty, but most don't and use Matthew 7, 1, not to go. To not go. To me, it's an honor. Well, kudos to you, my dear. God bless. And if you're a guy, I, I even mean my dear to you on that. But seriously, first of all, I've never heard of anyone giving the excuse of Matthew 7, 1, like as an example. Matthew 7, 1 says, judge not that you, that you be not judged. Like how in the world does that even make sense that you use that as an example? Like, you know what the, like when you put that down for your jury duty of why you shouldn't go, they're probably laughing at you behind your back. <laughs> 100%. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Give me a break. Oh my God. Um, I'm just going to tell you, I hate it. I flippin' hate jury duty. I love that. I love that you love it. And we probably need way more people out there that love it like you do. Because I'm trying to do everything I possibly can not to do it. And that's God's honest truth. First of all, I'm never going to get picked. It's a waste of my daggum day. I am ne- Can I tell you why I'm never going to get picked? You probably already know. Here's why I'm never going to get picked. One, married to a former cop. Who's going to pick me? Because you're going down. If you broke the law, as far as I'm concerned, and I would flat out say that the odds are I'm not I'm not going with the criminal or the one that broke the law to whatever. Maybe maybe it's fraud, like check writing or whatever. I'm not. The odds are highly probable. I'm going with the law every time, even though a lot of a lot of it is going hairy carry and Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like skeptical Mm -hmm. (laughs) in some cases, Mm -hmm. depending on what kind of law enforcement you're with. But odds are. They're right, you're wrong. So, second of all, I'm married to a preacher. They're never going to pick me. I'm so freaking conservative. Mm, true. I mean, I'm out just on the conservativeness. Let me see, what else did I say? That's pretty much it, I think. I, those three things do me in. Yeah. Being white and a woman does help. Yes. If you're a woman, mm. and you, my dear... Puerto Rican over there all day long. (laughs) They need the racial aspect of things. What are you talking about? It's a good thing when I respond to their questions, I like, I give, I give the craziest answers. (laughs) So they think you're cuckoo? (laughs) Like they need, they need color. And I'm just saying they need color in the room. PR. Mm. 
They do. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I just don't like and it. you're a woman. Mm. So you got double whammies. Mm-hmm. I only have one. I'm a white woman. I'm a white. <laughs> I'm whitey. I'm whitey. I'm whitey. So I'm white. that doesn't help. Being a person, that's what they, it's all about the numbers now. It's got nothing to do. It's so upside down and so flipping stupid. I cannot stand it. Mm-hmm. The, the ones that are not racist are actually the most racist of them all. Mm-hmm. They care more about color than us who could give a rip about it. Mm-hmm. It just drives me bananas Mm -hmm. i cannot like it's an inverted tom always says it's an inverted world yeah it really is is. it's an inverted world Mm -hmm. but the last time tom got picked for jury duty he's he goes i don't even want to tell you what i do you would hate me whoever wrote this question because you would think you think it's an honor and you know what i love you for that i do I, on the other hand, think it's the biggest pain in my batukas because I think some of the system is not good. But on top of that, like, I'm never going to get picked. So I'm like, why even go? Because I know I'm not going to. The last time Tom got, got taken or got called, he went. They forgot about him. He was there till 430. He was never going to get picked, Ever. They made him sit all day long. Like, do, can you even have your phone? No, not in jury duty. You can't. It's locked. Okay, because he was so bored. I'm like, you, ha- you, you could have had your phone. I'm like, but th- for some reason, there are places, I, I think he was saying you can't do things, or he was just so bored. He was like a waste of a day. And he knew the whole entire time he was never going to get picked. Mm-hmm. Just like me. There is no way they're picking me. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. Because by the time I'm honest with every single question they ask me, they're not picking me. Mm-hmm. I'm not too, I'm not, they want people who are middle of the road, you know, or don't have, it's like, like, you may be conservative that wrote this, you may be conservative, but you're not married to law enforcement and you're not in, in ministry. Do you know what I'm saying? Those two things are double whammies. Because, mm-hmm. because, uh, if, depending on what your uh, denomination is, you're going to be an eye for an eye and a tooth for tooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this girl. Yeah. Eye for an eye. And they don't like that. Because no. they will ask you, what's your theology on things? Like my theology is, is you're going down. Exactly. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Period. Mm-hmm. So we need more people like you. It ain't going to be me. But we need more people like you. Tracy, do you like jury duty? I loved jury duty. You love jury duty? <laughs> I did. You freak of nature. <laughs> Logan, you ain't ever going to get picked. Military and, have you ever been picked to be I on haven't. a jury? No. They never will. I would be shocked because mm-hmm. you're military right. and law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Like those are like, those aren't the ones, they want middle of the road people. Like people who can look at something and, and not be more geared to go one way or the other that'll look at it and more, more balanced yeah, yeah. Meeting. We'll all fake it until they figure it out so not me sure. you're i'm going in you're gonna know <laughs> out the gate don't waste your time oh <laughs> we rebuke that i'd rather go to jail than jury duty. <laughs> oh don't listen apple doesn't fall far from the tree <laughs> sarasota county 
courthouse. Don't listen to my daughter. Oh my gosh! And this wasn't my question, by the way. But I, I this was not your question. No, yeah, because this no, was uh, with I, a whole long list. No, no, no. I know, and I. I you love this like question? Tw- when I was 20, I went and I got put on jury duty. I was with a two week thing. What? It was medical oh, malpractice. you've never shared this. Uh, was medical, it a murder? Or what medi- was it? Medical malpractice. Was it interesting? The, yes, because the doctor had died. And this boy that was born, they used the like, what are the things called that they pulled the forceps. baby out? Forceps. And the eight year old boy had still had issues since that day, but he was eight. And that might explain Tommy. <laughs> oh my God. They used a vacuum on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that, kidding. <laughs> that explains everything. No, he really did have a vacuum. <laughs> I've wondered that about is, that. That's funny. Oh, that was a good one. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so, so yeah, so the wife was in place for him. And there was really I mean it had been eight years. Wait a minute. Years. Your wife the wife was in the place for the, the doctor, doctor the doctor died. that was gonna be in trouble? Because he died. So why is she? Like he's passed away. I know, like I know. So, oh, that's terrible. That's not good. It's terrible. See, I can't do it. But but he like we we said not guilty. So she went on her way, and you felt bad for. But there was too many like the stories didn't match, and it was. But it was so interesting. So I you sit there and go, if he it. didn't use the forceps, like well, what would have happened to her? I you have to look was, at all those things. Yeah, yeah. And I think there was no proof that they were actually used. There was no documents and stuff like that. But the the, the injuries that he had matched that they had used the forceps. But it had been eight. He's eight years old. So it's not like it just happened. Yeah. But, uh, but I loved it. I don't know if I'd want to go again, but that was super interesting. I even told, so they asked me, do you have any like issues with like the medical field? And I was like, well, my dad had just had surgery and they used too much of the, what's it called when they put you to sleep? Yeah. Anesthesia on him and they almost killed him. So I told them and they still picked me. They, that was, but you were being picked by the other side. Yeah. The other side. You're right for the picking. You were like, just the kind of person they wanted <laughs> on there, girl. And they, I'm not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what else is a funny story? Guess what? I opened the mail today. You got jury duty day. Jared did. <laughs> today, of all days, open the thing. And Jer- the first time he's ever and Jer's gotten going. It. Well, he's on. That's the first on, time Jared's ever stand. been called? I think so, because he's like, I don't even know what to do. I've been called and Tommy's never been called once. I think there's a reason for that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a standby. If they're so smart, you check, they won't ask him. You check the website every day or the night before to see if your number is called and you're like on standby for a whole week. So the week of the 13th. Right. But I don't know if they'll still yeah, pick Tom you. Yeah, Tom got called in. Yeah, I mean, they st- if your name number comes up, I'm assuming you go in and still have to be picked, right? Yeah. yeah. How that works? Yeah. 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 So anyway, so I'll let you know. They, they don't you. do that. Though. I, I don't believe Sarasota County is the same way. You have to, everybody goes in okay. and then I yeah. think that's how it is. But county. I could be wrong. I've, I've, I'm like Norma. Sarah said she was a forcep baby too. <laughs> Sarah said what? <laughs> she was a forcep baby too. Sarah well, Richardson. <laughs> interesting, Sarah. That does oh, make we sense. Love you, Sarah. <clears throat> God bless. That's why your temples are a little sunken in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She doesn't have sunken in temples. I just had to say it. We let this girl have a podcast. That's why you have an indent right here in your forehead. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh! Just kidding. special. Oh man, she's special. Yep. She's special. Um, okay, so I don't know where to go into like walking right into the. I can't segue into that. But but. Um, Oh, wait a minute. I wanted to ask you, though. Do, how many times have you been called? Once. 
but back home in like New York City. You've never had, you've mm. never gotten anything? None. Never. Me either here in Zip. Florida. Are you guys are you guys voters? Yeah. Registered voters? Yes. Yeah. Of course. I thought I thought for sure. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? We get it all the time. Mm -mm. And I feel like once you get on the list, it's over. I don't know why I'm on that list. I don't respond. You're on the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm like my true. daughter. Oh my goodness. That's why I was laughing. I'm like, don't disclose that. I know. Thank you. We well, can you get in trouble. Say. I know. I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> like, what are they going to do? Like, you um, put me in jail. I, I Google. I'll it. minister while I'm then in I, there. I googled it. What? What up did to you Google? A thousand dollar fine. A thousand dollars or worth it. Up to three days in prison. I'll save everybody or, while I'm in there. Or um, community service. I'll clean kitchens. I'll clean up the highways. Or something else. So those are your options. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Just don't make me do jury duty. Oh you even get paid you get paid fifteen bucks a day. Oh, worth it. Do you understand the amount of stuff that I would not get done if I went to jury duty? Yeah. Like I do. Not, not as if, not as if like everything, like the world will come crashing to an yeah, end no, no, if I no, don't work. No. But my life will be coming, come crashing to an end because it's too much. <laughs> the mere thought. Plus what, it, I mean, just, I'd be sitting there all, the whole entire day thinking of everything I could be doing that it's not getting done. <laughs> Shut up, Norma. <laughs> Shut up. This is going to be the podcast that goes viral. Yeah, right. uh -huh. <laughs> Shut up, Norma. Guys, we cut to Wait. me getting in handcuffs. Sarah, oh, Sarah just asked if I was an illegal alien. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. she is Puerto Rican. It could oh, be. We're still citizens, though. Mm -hmm. She married an American. Yeah, that's true. She got yeah, her green, green card. Green card, 90-day fiancé. She's got her green card, so no. She's not <laughs> illegal. She, yeah, she did the 90-day fiancé. <laughs> That's why she married. I will say this: man ten years older Don't think than her. less of me, people. <laughs> but is it one or two times? What one? <clears throat> it was a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I already know what you're saying. I'm nervous. There was a weekend. I don't know how this happened, but they had this. What what was it called? Uh, what's it when they play them over and over and over? Marathon. They did a, a ninety day fiance marathon. <laughs> I know someone who's done it recently. <laughs> who's been on there? No, who has watched. Who's done a 90-day... <laughs> watched a <laughs> The marathon? A marathon of the 90-day fiance. I think it's called The Last Resort. <laughs> I, I, I confess. This was several years ago. My kids would walk in. They're like, you're still... I'm like... <laughs> It's like a train wreck. I, I cannot a, look away. Yeah, that, like, I cannot like, look away. Mm -hmm. you, you literally are like... There's Are no people way. this stupid? I, exactly. I, I have said, to, I think I said to Tom, this is frightening. These people get to vote, drive cars, <laughs> and make life decisions that yeah. affect me. Yeah. And have, and children. have yeah. children. That affect me, like, yes. and how my life it will be. I know. Yes. This is frightening. I know. Absolutely. Mom, it's either that or 600 pound life that we get hooked on. Oh, no. That, my that friends, 600 pound 600 life. Pound life it makes me feel so I haven't well. watched it in, I can't even remember, but there was a short period of time that I probably watched a good 10, 15 of those suckers. Oh, okay. I, wa I watch it while eating ice cream. Oh, I have eaten, I've been eat, I have eaten while I've watched it. And I was like, well, this is ironic. Mm. And I was fat too. 
I was like, this will make, this should keep me from getting fat. That's what Tom said. I should watch this. This I, might help me lose weight. I said, it doesn't. I can promise you. I've already, <laughs> I know. I've, you it didn't help me. Now. I um, just kept eating while I watched it. 100%. But. You can segue. Come on. 600 pound life to salvation. You got it. You got it. Now. Come on. There is feeling, no segue. There's no segue. <laughs> oh, oh. do you need to Look get cut out of your house because you are so overweight? <laughs> there you go, come on. Have you ever seen those? I've seen it. I've seen it. They literally had to cut the wall of the bedroom <laughs> yep. to get the person out. On, on It's not even a bed. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember what he was laying on. It was a hem. He was that yeah. obese. Yeah. Let Jesus cut the walls for you. Are you so addicted <laughs> That you need to to um, you need salvation to to be delivered from your addiction. I don't even know. That's not even good. That's no, <laughs> so good. Heavy. You're feeling heavy. Are you? Oh, that's good. Are you feeling heavy? Is life getting too too rough for you? Is life heavy for you? Yeah. Are you carrying the weight of the world? Let God take care of that for you. I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm doing a. Wait, we need some music. Yeah. <laughs> with her old, with oh. her old picture. Isn't that it? <laughs> <laughs> Put my oh picture. On. Put my picture. Where is it? And Norma sing it. Norma sing it. Take the wheel. Yeah, that's a Suncoast Humane Society. Not a, that's her arm some, surgery. Her arm surgery. Squirrel. Well, here's the thing. Fine. This is how this picture right here is what set me into motion. Besides me going to Magal uh, to Dallas's conference, I was talking to Magalis. I'm like, Magalis, I think I'm just gonna have to do like lipo. And she's like, no, no, no. Just start exercising. I'm like, I really rather do the lipo. (laughs) She's like, you'll live longer. Yeah. I really like to do lipo. Oh my gosh. That is funny. She's like, seriously. Mm -mm. I showed her that picture at the, like we were at the ladies conference Mm -mm. in, um, this year. Yeah. I sent her that picture. Um, she, she and a, a dollars were sitting in the front row and me and Heather were sitting in the second row and I sent that thing to her and they both looked at it and I thought they're going to die. They're like, we're dying. <laughs> yeah. All fly away. Oh, glory. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. There, now, <laughs> I mean, look at that. Dear Lord's of mercy, how can a man love me like that? Are you serious? But he did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel a lot better in this shirt, though, girls. Yeah. A lot, look at that. Hey, look, a lot yeah. less. Ooh. A lot less. That's good. So if you need to lose weight and need Jesus, I have the answer for you. Get into a gym. It really will. I'm not kidding you. I know. Getting I know. into a gym yeah. changed me. I actually look forward to it. It makes me feel a lot better. I have lots of fun when Vanessa shows up. The rest of the girls have bailed on me. <laughs> so it's just me and Vanessa. But when me and Vanessa are there together, it's a great time. But seriously, if you need Jesus to be Jesus, then today's your day. And I just say to you, like, 
<clears throat> life can barely be fun. You sit, sit there and you think, well, if I got saved, like, I'll have to stop doing all these things. And all those things, I will tell you, are like nothing. When you give them up, what you gain far surpasses what you feel like you're losing. And especially if you get into a good body of believers that you can, again, iron sharpens iron. You make friends with people who are real that are going after the same thing you're going after, people who will truly love you and support you and 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 be... Be what you've always wanted to be. Some people don't have family. And if they do have family, it's not been great family. But Jesus says we are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are family. And when you truly love someone, and not to say that churches are full of perfect people because they're not, but they are people who are striving for perfection. And you can link arms with them and you can go on the same journey as them to become stronger in your walk. And through that process, what God does through you, how he changes your heart, how he renews your mind and the joy that he brings to you on a daily basis, no matter what trial comes your way right now, you're face, you face trials all the time, but you're having to do them in and of yourself. But with him, it's different. All things are possible to those who believe. And so with him, sky's the limit. You'll go further than you ever thought possible. Financially, personally, family-wise, the limits, you can just take them off because there is no limit. So if you need Jesus today, and if you knew him at one time and need to come back, or if you don't have never known him, say this prayer with me, super simple, super easy. And all it is, is you saying it, believing it, and then walking it out, and you'll be saved. Heavenly Father, I thank you for what you did on the cross. I thank you for dying for my sins. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me of my sins. I thank you that from this moment on, I will live for you. I will join you in heaven. And whatever you tell me to do, I will do. Whatever you tell me not to do, I will not do. I will go the opposite direction that I am headed in right now. I will live for you for live for you forever and when it is my time to go at 120 years of age cuz that's what the word says I will go and live with you. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. You have a mansion in glory if you stick with it. It says in Revelation those who endure to the end will be saved. So you said the sinner's prayer, but now's the next step. The next step is enduring to your time is done. And we all do it. We all can do it. And it's a great ride. So I will see you Friday. Thank you for joining in today. It's a little little scattered at the beginning, but we pulled it together. We had a great time. And uh, who knows, it'll probably only be three of us on Friday, but it'll still be good. Have a great day. See you Friday. Bye.